0: in the apartment of Joan Winslow, an attractive young thing just out of bobby socks, Plunger Belson, a husky young bruiser just out of football socks, is talking to someone on the telephone. Yes, pal. In my opinion, pal, you are the type of rodent that carries the bubonic plague, with
1: which there can be no lower. Goodbye.
2: All right, Plunger. Now come back to the couch and tell me how you carried the ball in the fourth quarter for dear old Ipswich.
1: Joanie, I hope you're a female with an understanding personality.
2: What are you mad about?
1: I just spoke to the individual who calls himself Alistair Floridan.
2: Oh, him.
1: I'm going to kill him.
2: Plunger, you've got to tell me what happened in the fourth quarter.
1: This is no night for romance. I'm going to murder him so long.
2: No, Plunger, don't. Plunger. <laughs> Hello, Nick. Do you remember me? Should I? I'm Joan Winslow. You once got me out of a lot of trouble.
3: Well, I've got a feeling I'm going to regret that. Of uh, course I remember you now. Uh, Joan Winslow, come in.
2: Who is it, Nicky?
3: Joan Winslow, darling.
2: I, um, uh, I, I see you're in your pajamas. Uh, were you sleeping?
3: Oh, uh, don't let the pajamas fool you, Joan.
2: Is that real hair you got on your chest?
3: No, I buy it by the yard from Macy's. Is that what you came to ask me?
2: <laughs> well, of course not, you silly. I'm just nervous. You see, it's about a man.
3: What do you want to do, marry him?
2: No, kill him.
3: You mean murder?
2: Well, what else would I mean, Goofy? Now, how can I kill him without getting into trouble?
3: Are you kidding?
2: No, it's Alistair Floriton
3: The decorator?
2: Yes, you know him?
3: Mm-hmm. He's a heel.
2: But why do you want to kill him? Because he wants to marry me, and his personality doesn't appeal to me.
3: That's a brilliant reason.
2: Look at me. Do you think I could drive a man wacky? Can I pass as a femme fatale?
3: Well, you'd sort of be a a femme fatale junior grade. What's that got to do with it?
2: I could stab him in the back and claim self-defense. Or maybe I ought to use a gun and some arsenic. Nick, what do you recommend?
3: Look, Joni, with me, sleep is a major occupation. Now, you go back to your kindergarten and leave a tired old man alone.
2: Oh, you think I'm joking.
3: Well, aren't you? No. Joni, I'm going to talk to you like a father. Um, come here and sit on my lap.
2: All right. But are you going to be a papa or a sweet daddy?
3: Joni, where'd you pick up such ideas?
2: Well, ever since I got out of mini-blouses and into high heels, all the men want to talk to me like fathers.
3: Well, this one is going to act like one.
2: What are you doing?
3: Turning you over into the official position for spanking. No! Yes. Oh! That's for getting weird ideas about murder in your head. Ooh! That's for waking me up. And even worse, this is for getting me out of bed.
4: Ooh! Nikki! Hello, dear. Nikki, you spilled that girl all over your lap. Hello, Nora. What was he
2: doing to you? Spanking me. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. My feelings are hurt.
3: Okay, now, Joni. On your way. You'd better forget about murdering anyone. Now, scat.
2: All oh, right. But you'll be sorry if I make a mess of this murder.
4: Nikki, will you answer it?
3: Oh, can't you? No, dear.
4: I'm very busy dancing with Carrie Grant.
3: Oh, nuts! Hello. Hello, Nick. Did I wake you up? No, not at all. I'm I'm talking in my sleep. Well, this is Alistair Floriton. Floriton, haven't you been murdered yet? How did you know? Never mind. What is it? Well, it's just that someone wants to murder me. Who? Well, there are oodles and oodles of nasty people who hate me. Some of them are my best friends. Now, what's the best way to fool a murderer? Listen, Floridan, I'm not your Mr. Anthony of criminology. Where'd people get the idea of bringing me their murder problems anyway? I'm just a well-to-do bum living on his wife's income, and I'd like to sleep. Really, Nick? You wouldn't like to see me killed, would you? For free, yes. If you're charging admission, no. Now, Nick, I know I'm obnoxious. Oh! Floriton! Floriton! Hello? Hello?
4: What happened, dear?
3: Alistair Floriton was just bumped off, I think.
4: Oh, well, that'll teach him not to call us in the middle of the night. Nick, isn't he the man Joni wanted to kill?
3: That's right, baby. Wiggle into your woolies. We're going to his apartment.
4: Oh, I do wish people would get bumped off before we go to sleep.
3: Come in, Nora. Hmm,
4: it's dark. Where's the light switch?
3: Here, I've got it.
4: (gasps) There he is, Nick, bleeding all over his Chippendale table.
3: Yeah, shot in the back. Somebody took this joint apart. wonder what they're looking for.
4: Do you think little Joni killed him?
3: I don't know. I thought that spanking made an impression on her mind.
4: Well, Nick, you're not going to find a killer in that desk.
3: No, but I think I found a secret drawer. Maybe I can open it.
4: Darling, did you ever have a queer feeling that you were being watched by unseen eyes?
3: Not since we were necking in the living room of your Aunt Agatha's house before we were married. Hey, I opened it.
4: The bulb in this lamp is still warm. Darling, I've got a feeling the killer's still here.
3: Hey, Nora, look at this stuff. Here's a doctor's prescription for some sort of poison. And why'd you turn the lights out?
4: Well, I didn't. Ah!
0: When you take your first puff from a camel cigarette, there's a delighted response from your t zone. That's tea for taste and tea for throat, the proven ground for any cigarette. Your taste and your throat will tell you you've made a wise selection. See how choice tobaccos, superbly blended and properly aged, give camels a rich, mellow flavor that's extra delightful to your taste. See if camels own cool mildness isn't exactly what you've always wanted to suit your throat. Yes, millions say camels suit my T zone to a T. You know, a nationwide survey of doctors' cigarette preferences was recently made. Three leading independent research organizations asked this question of 113,597 doctors What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand named most was camel. Yes, according to a nascent wide survey, More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. And now to return to tonight's adventure of The Thin Man. We find Nick and Nora holding down the floor of Alistair Floridson's apartment. Someone who had been concealed there turned out the lights and fired at them.
3: Nora, are you all right?
4: Mm Mm-hmm. I guess whoever fired at us got away.
3: Yeah, looks like it. Why'd you scream?
4: Oh, you pushed me down, and I bumped my curves. Did you see who went out that door?
3: No, darling, your heel was in my eye. Turn on that lamp. Mm Mm-hmm. And look, Nora, that closet door near the light switch is open. That's where the killer hid.
4: Well, aren't you going out and find the person who did it?
3: And get shot again. And besides, I want to finish going through this secret drawer. Will you uh, look around the rest of the joint?
4: All right, dear. What else is in the drawer beside that poison prescription?
3: Clippings about a wealthy Mrs. Gardner who was held but never tried for poisoning her husband in California. Oh, wait a minute. Here's something else. What, dear? A letter signed by Richard Belson, the stockbroker. Oh? It's a confession that Belson embezzled funds that belonged to his clients. Darling, don't you get it? Alistair Floriton was a blackmailer. He evidently made quite a business of it.
4: Was he ever on the football team of Ipswich College?
3: Well, I hardly think so. Why?
4: Because I found a little gold football here. The name Plunger is engraved on it. And also the date, 1940.
3: Hmm. Did you find anything else?
4: Mm-hmm. This necklace. It has a locket on it. Joan Winslow's name is on the
3: locket. People certainly seem to be losing things around here. I'll take it. Hello?
5: Hello, this is Olga. Uh,
3: Hello, Olga, darling. How are you?
5: Who is this? Alistair, of course. Whom did you think? No, you're not Alistair Floritine. He always calls me Double Vodka because I am such hot stuff. You are Nick Charles, No. Yes. Alice is dead. No.
3: Murdered. How'd you know?
5: Alganos. Oh, you found the prescription. No.
3: Yes. Who told you?
5: Alganos. Oh, I tell you what that prescription means. I tell you who killed Florentine.
3: You seem to know everything that's going on.
5: Alganos. Oh, Come to apartment eight B nine 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 East Eighty Street at once, and I will tell you no.
3: Yes, I'll be there. Who told you I was here?
5: Olga knows. Goodbye.
3: Goodbye. That was Olga, dear. Listen, I'm going to meet her. Will you go to see Joni and find out what her necklace was doing here?
4: You sound like you're trying to get rid of me. Suppose I
3: go to see Olga. Oh, swell. Then I'll go see Joni. I've got a good mind to give her another spanking.
4: Uh uh-uh. uh. You sound too anxious to see Joni. I'll see her. I'd much rather you see someone you don't know quite so mm, intimately. Hello there.
3: Anyone home? Olga?
5: Meek Charles?
3: Yes. Where are you?
5: Here in the bedroom. Come in.
3: Hey, there are no lights on in here. What's the idea?
5: I find it better to do business in the dark.
3: Where are you?
5: Right here, behind you. Oh,
3: would that be a gun you're poking in my back?
5: Yes, Nicholas. What are you? A Russian hero.
3: Well, don't look now, but one of your arms is crawling around my neck.
5: Yes, it makes it easier to get into your pocket. Do you have any objections?
3: Yes, yes. Can't you pick my pocket without tickling?
5: Oh, I am sorry. But perhaps this will make you more comfortable. Are you unconscious?
3: Uh, y- yes.
5: Oh, you must be a very hot-blooded man. It takes you so long to go go out cold, but I fix it better. Better.
1: Joni, where you been? Oh, you ain't Joni.
4: No, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Isn't Joni home? No. Oh, well, I'm Nora Charles.
1: Well, you'd better come in and wait for her.
4: Well, who are you? Joni's boyfriend?
1: I guess so. Uh, We prefer to think of each other as soulmates.
4: Uh Uh-huh. It's all on a very elevated basis.
1: Yeah, too elevated.
4: What's the matter? You having troubles?
1: Well... Look at me. Do I look like a guy who's easy to twist around your little finger?
4: (laughs) If my little finger were a steam shovel, it'd be a lead pipe cinch.
1: Well, Joni can do it. She makes me do anything she wants. Makes me feel like a big dope. Maybe you should be firmer with her. How?
4: Well, be tough. Menacing. Me? Mm Mm-hmm. Haven't you ever been menacing in your life?
1: Oh, not with girls. When then? When I played football for Ipswich College. Football? Ipswich? Yeah. I was All-American back 15. Maybe if I got into my football mood, I could handle her.
4: Well, why do you want to handle her?
1: Well, take like now, for instance. She shouldn't be out traipsing around. She should be here, home. One, two, three, hike! What on earth are you doing? Getting into my football mood. Do you know Alistair
4: Floriton?
1: Yeah. Why?
4: Do you have a little gold football with the name Plunger on it?
1: I used to. Plunger's what they'd call me. Plunger Belson. Belson? Well, what's so amazing about that? Everybody has a second name.
4: Are you in the stock brokerage business?
1: No. My dad's a broker. Hey, what are you up to?
4: Oh, nothing.
1: Uh, don't kid me. You didn't come here for nothing. This has something to do with that rat Floridan.
4: Well, I'll explain when Joni gets
1: here. Now look, my dad is a very sick man. If you or anyone else tries to make trouble... Please, please, Plunger, you'd
4: better go back to worrying about how to handle Joni.
1: Okay, you know, if I had someone to tackle, it'd put me just in the right mood.
4: Hmm, I'm sure it would. What are you looking at me that way for,
1: Plunger. I'm going to tackle you.
4: Good gravy, no.
1: By golly,
4: yes. No. (coughs) What's the matter with you, plunger? You lost your little mind.
1: You know something you do. You know all about my dad in Florida, don't you?
4: Well, suppose you untackle me and let me get off the floor. I don't like conversations on a low level.
1: You won't get up until I squeeze the truth out of you.
4: And I mean it. Plunger, you sure worked up a swell menace now.
1: That tackle did it.
2: Nora? Oh, hello, Joni. Nora, what have you done to my plunger? Hello, sweets. Plunger, what is she doing to you?
4: Don't you worry, Joni. he didn't fall for me. He was just showing me how he makes a
2: flying tackle. Oh, when Plunger talks about football, he gets impulsive like that. Did he hurt you? Oh, well, there's one thing I'm sure of football isn't my game. Oof. Nora, what are you doing with my purse?
4: Getting out this gun, Joni. I thought it looked kind of bulky. Get him up, both of you. Now, Plunger, suppose you tell me how you and Joni killed Alistair Floriton. Oh, call
3: off the Cossacks.
5: You feeling better now?
3: What? Who are you? Uh,
5: Laura Marshall. I live here.
3: Where's Olga?
5: I don't know what you're talking about. I just found you draped on my bearskin rug. Unconscious.
3: And I'll bet you were surprised.
5: Uh Uh-huh. I don't like men when they're unconscious. Who are you?
3: Nick Charles.
5: Nick Charles? Oh, Alistair told me he was going to call you.
3: Do you know Alistair Floriton?
5: Yes. Did anything happen to him?
3: He was murdered. How well did you know him?
5: Too well. What happened?
3: A gal named Olga phoned me. Told me to come here. Said she'd tell me who killed him. Olga, Do you know her?
5: Yes, but uh, how much did you find out about Floriton?
3: That he was a blackmailer and an all-around jerk.
5: Well, it looks like little is trying to get me into trouble. She was one of the women he blackmailed. There was some suspicion that she killed her husband with poison.
3: Wait a minute. I had a prescription that could send... It's gone. Olga stole it. The other papers are here.
5: Do you have a letter written by Richard Belson, the broker?
3: Yes, here it is. do you know about it?
5: Belson wrote that letter years ago to his partner. The partner refused to prosecute and gave Belson a chance to repay that money. It was paid back every cent before the partner died.
3: How did Floriton get that letter?
5: I don't know, but I do know he was using it. You see, Belson had a son, a football player, named Plunger, the old man is very sick, and Floridan thought this would be a good time to hit the sun. The shock of a scandal like that would kill the old man.
3: Floridan was a sweet thing, wasn't he?
5: Oh, he knew his way around.
3: Why are you telling me this?
5: I'm not dumb. You'll find out anyway. Look, I'm trying to help you because I figure you'll keep quiet about me. Is it a deal?
3: Maybe. How about helping me some more?
5: Anything you say. Come with me. Where are you going to take me?
3: To see my wife and a junior femme fatale named Joni Winslow.
4: Hello, Nick. You just came in time. Joni's confessed to killing Alistair Floriton.
3: Joni? What made you do it?
2: Well, Alastair was in love with me, and he threatened me with all kinds of things unless I married him. Then tonight, he got fresh and broke my necklace, so I killed him with the gun Nora's got. And Plunger's football was on it. On the necklace, I mean. He gave it to me for a present. Not the necklace. The football. See?
3: Oh, sure. (laughs) Sure. Now, let's see that gun, Nora. Well... This gun hasn't been fired since 1902. It has cobwebs in the bell. Look.
2: Oh, gee. I know I should have
4: cleaned it. Why did you lie, Joni, To cover plunger?
1: Yeah, Nora. See, earlier tonight, I said I was going to kill Floridan. He was trying to blackmail me into giving up Joni because he was in love with her. He had a letter my father wrote years ago. But I didn't kill him. I swear, I didn't. He wasn't home when I came to murder him.
3: I know you didn't kill him, Plunger. Olga did. Tell us how you did it, Olga.
5: Are you talking to me, Mr. Charles?
3: Yes. You're Olga. You're crazy. I checked with the elevator operator. He saw you enter Floriton's apartment. He saw you leave after you shot him. You stole that prescription because it proves you murdered your husband in California.
5: You can't prove that.
3: Every word of it. In fact... Floriton gasped your name into the telephone receiver when he was talking to me. You know, you should never kill a man when he's on the phone, Olga. It interrupts the conversation.
5: Don't move, any of you. A
2: gun without cobwebs. Yes, and if you...
1: Ah, what a tackle. Just like in that game against Harvard. You're
4: getting very good at tackling women, Plunger. You knocked her out. And look what fell out of her figure. The prescription. Nick, you never told me that Floritan said her name on the phone.
3: He never did.
4: Oh, darling, you're
3: wonderful. Oh, I don't know, baby. Any experienced husband could have pulled that same trick.
4: What's an experienced husband got to do with it?
3: Well, he, too, knows how to tell the right fibs at the right time.
0: This program is brought to you to announce a remedy for headache and other muscular aches and pains that does not cause stomach upset in the normal person. This preparation is called aspirin and it's a scientific combination of aspirin and the mineral calcium. It is now available at drugstores throughout the country. The CalAspirin formula relieves a headache, neuritic, and neuralgic pain with great speed. Some of your own neighbors can probably vouch for this. It works very fast, you can be sure. But I do want to suggest to you that you ask your doctor about CalAspirin, for he knows about the combination of aspirin plus calcium and may prefer you to use it. Its record, especially in the Middle West, has been spectacular. So ask him about it, and then try it, and you'll say I'm a friend for suggesting it. Cal Aspirin is sold on an unconditional money-back basis, incidentally, and costs very little. Get a tube at your drugstore today. Remember, it's aspirin plus calcium. C-A-L, cal, hyphen, aspirin. Be careful you get the real thing. Cal Aspirin in the black and yellow tube. And now for the solution of tonight's Thin Man adventure.
4: All right, darling. I know how you eliminated Joni, but how'd you eliminate Plunger?
3: Well, I figured that dame who phoned us at Floritan's was the killer. She knew entirely too much about what was going on, but she fooled me by getting rid of her accent and offering to help me. Her object was to pin the job on Plunger after she got that prescription.
4: And when the prescription was stolen and not the letter Plunger's father wrote, you suspected her.
3: Mm hmm. But there was always the possibility that she wasn't Olga. So I lied right to her face, accusing her. She, like many another amateur murderer, was under a tough, nervous strain, and she pulled the gun and gave herself away.
4: Mm hmm. I never knew you were such a wonderful liar. Did you really spank Joni when I came in on you?
3: Of course, dear. Don't you believe me?
4: You're too good a liar. You never spanked anyone before. I don't think you even know how. Oh, well.
3: Believe me now?
4: Yes, dear. Mm, good night, Nikki, darling.